57th episode of The Lost Dial on allnoiseradio.com. Today is actually April 17th, even though this will be posted on some other day, but tax day. Oh, yeah. Do your taxes? Yeah, like forever ago. Oh. <laughs> Unlike me, I did them yesterday. I know. I'm, I'm a procrastinator about most everything, but I don't know. Just... Usually, yeah. Usually I do them really early, but this year, I, I don't know. It got... It, it used to be this. Well, why is it not? It's always been the fifteenth. Why? I don't know. Maybe it has to yesterday. Do with, like, no, yesterday was years. a uh, in. Um, it wasn't a national holiday. It was. A, it was some sort of a holiday. Is today a holiday? Other than tax day, but like there's a bunch. Like I drove by my high school and there was all these kids running around. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, towns have this week off for April vacation. Oh, but right, right. Like right. something about uh, I don't know if I was in Washington. I don't know. I know yesterday was Patriots Day in Massachusetts, and they call it something else in different places. But for, Flag Day. I don't know. It was something. It was for some reason to push it back, hmm. and then the weekend and everything. And mm, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, taxes. tax day. Get your taxes done, or it's actually too late now, unless you have an extension. Um, I think I did some of it wrong, but uh, tweeting about it, I ended up getting They'll uh, take replied by uh, H&R Block. I said, oh, yeah, come on in. We'll, we'll help you out. So how nice of them. But I also found out that uh, my car registration had expired, so I need to go oh. take care of that. You're one of those people, huh? I completely forgot. I had like the notice and everything. I was like, okay, I need to remember this. I think what I need to do, I need to start tacking these things on my wall so I actually see them. It would be easier if in some states the registration had to do with your birth month. Mm. It would be easier for people. Yeah, like Um, my license, my driver's license uh, expires on my birthday. So. Um, in states where they do things the right way, the registration <laughs> has to do, so you know the last day of the month of your birthday, you need to get that crap done. Mm-hmm. But I passed my emissions test. I went did that yesterday because I found out that expired as well. And I can't get my uh, registration renewed until the emissions test is done. And then I have to go find out to make sure that I paid my car tax. Yeah, and that's all there is in Connecticut is just emissions. You don't have an actual, like, uh, safety point check. Um an actual, an actual inspection of the vehicle, oh, yeah. whether, you know, whatever blows out the tailpipe, uh, satisfies the state. They don't go over. You can still have a cracked taillight and your car will pass. But <clears throat> if you have your serv- uh, service engine light on, you won't pass. Right. Yeah. Cause that, cause I got to plug the car into the state and then the state, you can't bypass that. They know that your car is, uh, has a check engine light on mm-hmm. and baloney. But see, another reason why Connecticut is a dumb state is they don't, you know, I think more than the emissions, it's important to make sure that the cars, the, the car does not have bald tires and, mm. you know, there isn't a pipe ready to 
burst break underneath you know an exhaust pipe that's like just hanging on by gristle and you know just stuff or like yarn that. like i would do yeah they want to do that in connecticut but I, they haven't got around to it yet an actual inspection rather than just emissions that kind of relates to another uh show that i watched the other the other night with my parents i didn't really we didn't really mean to watch the show but uh We've started watching the show Parking Wars, and it's all about people getting parking tickets. And yeah, yeah they do a lot of that in Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you know? Uh, did you see the the? Uh, it's the parking authority that they have to go to when their cars get impounded. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm. I've dealt with that crap. <laughs> if you've seen that show enough, where people have to like, they don't uh, unless you're like a resident of Pennsylvania, you don't know what it takes to get your car out of the impound. Like, if you just go in there thinking, you know. All you need it. is, like, your license. No, you need your license. You need your registration to be up to date. You need insurance to be up to date. Mm-hmm. You need to have all those things. And not only do you have to pay the fine, but you have to pay to get it out of there. And people just are, like, back and forth, back and forth, right. back and forth, trying to get all the all of their business in order so that they can get their car out of impound. But that place is – that place – really is the most depressing awful place i like a retard parked in a handicap um in in front of a handicap meter mm. and uh it didn't have a handicap this is stupid of me <laughs> all the hand all the meters are you know regular you know black or whatever color they're they're dark they're like metal painted black meters and then there was one that was short and blue mm-hmm. but it didn't have a handicap uh logo on it it didn't have the little guy in the wheelchair but just the fact that it was short and blue, maybe I should have just assumed. Right. But need it. Parked there, came back, car was gone, and I had just gotten out of Pennsylvania, and none of my stuff was in order, and it took forever to get everything in order so that I could get my stupid car out of there. Wow. If you've ever seen Parking Wars, though, that place is, like, it makes you want to cry. Mm. And it looks like some people actually do. If they don't cry, then they just get so irate and just... I don't know. Yeah, it does not look like a happy day. I, I never because like they split the show between like the people fighting with the meter maids and then the people actually trying to get their car out of impound and people and, like uh, get the boot or get towed yeah they, like they, they have like they do it in Detroit too I think yeah they like, do it in a couple of places <clears throat> and uh, we found out that one of our favorite characters is a guy named Ponytail. Like, I don't know if you I don't know how often you watch the show, but I've seen it quite a bit. I mean I don't watch it on the reg on the reg, but right neither do I. But like if there's nothing else on, that's what I'll turn to. <laughs> Uh, but what's, ponytail, po- what's ponytail's deal? He is uh, this dude who's got a ponytail, and that's <laughs> why they call it. And he takes good care of his hair. Um, but he's like just—he's like a really easygoing guy, and he likes to joke around with people. And he'll explain to people why they have a ticket. It's like you know, dude, this just isn't right. You can't do it like this. And um, he likes to smooth talk to ladies on occasion, or maybe they'll try to smooth talk him. And like, no, nah, I'm not having that. Uh, but he's—he's a—he's a funny guy. Just the what he says and how he says it. Um, yeah, he's he's a funny guy. Um, Ponytail. I feel like he reminds me of somebody I know, but I still haven't uh, sure he does. figured it out. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, after that show, a brand new show premiered called Last Chance Driving School. This is a show that takes place in New York City. Uh, people who need to pass a driving test and have never like really driven before. And this is like all ages. So we've got some like 40-year-old people. And like Pete. Pete? Pete Campbell. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. He, he can't drive. We, we brought up statutory rate, but we didn't explain that he's in a driver's ed class. Oh, that's why he's there. Okay, I completely he, yeah. forgot why. I didn't even realize why he was He moved there. to Connecticut, and he wants to get a car so he doesn't have to take the train and be bothered by that 
I loud mean, mouth. I missed that whole reason why he was there. The show opens with like some guy's head going through a windshield. It's like old, old, vin- all vintage footage they used to show people during mm-hmm. uh, driver's ed classes of, of people being thrown from their cars and being mangled because of accidents. And, <laughs> and at times you feel like when watching this show that they're about to be in an accident. Um, but the instructors, especially this guy, actually, again, named Pete, um, he's like a 65 They're taking their driving man. tests in, like, Manhattan? Um, well, not necessarily in Manhattan, but around the New York area. Oh. A lot of the show takes place, like, in, I think, like, Queens or the okay. Bronx area. But still congested. If you've ever driven in Manhattan and oh, yeah, you've never it done does. it before, oh, my God, dude. Like, I enjoy it because I, like, I, I am a defensive driver. I like driving amongst the crazies, but, like... If you've never driven before, you, you know, and like mm-hmm. the light hasn't even turned green yet and every cabbie behind you is ha- is laying on their horn yeah. and you're like, I can't go yet. It's still red. They don't care. That's you watch the other light. And if you don't get going before that light turns green, <laughs> they will kill you. Yeah. If you've never driven in New York or in Manhattan, um, I would recommend you ride with someone first mm. so you can kind of get an idea of how to drive in Manhattan. If you ever choose, you want to do that. Take um, a late night ride with a cabbie. Mm. That, they're all pumped up because they're just driving lunatics around all night. And they, <laughs> they, oh, man, they drive. They're, they're the best drivers in the world. That's the last time I got a parking ticket, though. I was in New York City. I mm. uh, forgot how much it was. But um, this show is hilarious. Look out for an old guy named Pete. Uh, he is, I think his name is Pete. I might be making things up now. But a uh, 65-year-old driving instructor. Uh, just the way he talks, again, just hilarious. Um, does he have a regional accent? He does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the show I really want to talk about is The Pitch. Ah, uh, yes. I Did you watch that one-hour sneak preview or whatever it yeah, was? Yeah, I watched it on, on Netflix because I missed it um, when it came on after Mad Men, which I didn't even know it was until I saw it on the DVR and, like, and now coming up the sneak preview. That's going to be a good show. It is. I watched the first episode. I was like, wow, this is good. I like it. Um, so that's a show I'm going to be watching. Did you know Subway was based out of Connecticut? I did not know that. I was surprised to find that uh, Milford, Connecticut. Like, wow. Who would have known? <laughs> you know what else is, is in is in Milford, amongst yeah. other things, is uh, the the headquarters for Bic. Really? The pen company. I did not know that either. Yes. Wow. Oh, Connecticut's got some uh, got some interesting things going on. Not really, but. <laughs> <sighs> but did you watch it? Uh, not the whole, not the the preview thing. Yeah, not the whole thing. No. Oh, okay. But it, I, I I it did seem it is something I will watch. It does it does look good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, the the drama plus you know I like uh, advertising so I found it very interesting. They uh, oddities. Do you ever watch that show Oddities? I haven't. I only catch you, like the very last few minutes of, of it. I bet your room is full of like Oddities. weird crap, dude. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like random cat skeletons in in closed in glass and shrunken heads and stuff like that. You'd I like that show? Check it out. Fifth, what I don't even know. <laughs> it's on. Um, it's on the Science Channel. Yeah, I know this because good I, show. I DVR uh, Idiot Abroad. Yeah, yeah um, that's good too. And it comes on right uh, before it, yeah. so I get like the the credits of that show. Yeah, oddities is good. But yeah, one, one day I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, when during after all the other stuff, I'm almost done clearing out my DVR. Almost got to fifty percent mm. empty. So I think maybe other people who have DVR can relate with me, just saying like it takes a, a lot 
to start to erase shows even if you realize that you're not going to watch them mm. so i just erased all the pan am episodes that i have because i think that show's gonna be canceled so no use of me trying to hold on to pan a show am? yeah it was abc's attempt yeah, at doing yeah, something mad yeah, men like yeah yeah but i like christina ricci so poor christina ricci's career i hope she's doing other things yeah, she probably is she she looked the part good. I never watched. I just saw her in one of the commercials or the promotional things for Pan Am, and then that other one, Playboy Club. Oh yeah, that got canceled like within the first week it aired. Yeah. I think you can't touch Mad Men. Don't try. <laughs> it might not, it might not be the most action packed show in the world, and if that's what you need to to get you all riled up, then I'm sorry. You know. Um, and, and don't, and don't, if you, if all this, all this chatter about Mad Men and you're one of those imbeciles who hasn't watched it yet and you want to, you want to check it out, don't, don't go back and watch the first episode and think that that is going to do it for you. Mm. It's one of them shows that you need to like, give it a chance. I am a, I am a, um. I'm a very, I'm far more inter- intellectual than most of you people. So I got it right <laughs> off the bat. I got it right off the bat. It didn't take me three episodes to figure it out. I just knew, I knew from the scene in the very first episode where he's laying on his couch and he's looking up at the, uh, the fluorescent light casing and there's a, uh, there's a fly inside, you know, like the plastic fluorescent light casing great over. memory there yeah i don't know something about that shot like and he's just looking at it and like they focused on something as as random as that but it made you think that even though you didn't know these characters yet that it, that it had to mean something and it did mean something but i'm not going to tell you but <laughs> out of yeah. spite um yeah i, I kind of give i give a lot of new shows three episodes from for me to really yeah, grasp you, you on sometimes <laughs> sometimes i get a little pre-excited like i did with alcatraz and got... some you know that they're not going to last right off the bat if you're a uh, you know you've got to know that you've got to know do. with certain shows you're I not going to be like all right this show is hopeless but i'm going to give it two more episodes just yeah, just to waste my time and i ended up watching the whole season of alcatraz anyway even though i know that probably won't make it um same thing. Sadly, I hate to admit it, but Awake, the other show I've been raving about, it's still really great, but nobody, nobody's around to watch it because it's on a horrible time, I think. I no, th- you know what it is? They want um, Jack Bauer. They don't want this guy. Well, he's got a new show now, which is actually doing really well, and it's actually really that's good. That's him, isn't it? No. Yeah. I'm talking, well, that's, the show he's on now is Touch. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Wrong. Okay. Wrong show. What did you say? Awake. <laughs> Awake. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm. All right. Never mind. Whoops. Sorry. Wrong show. <laughs> like they don't want none of this lame, you know, sees into the sees codes in in time and the future, and he's got to figure it out. And 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 da 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 da. They want Jack Bauer. They want. You know. It's actually pretty pretty almost almost similar to Awake. I'm in touch. I mean, when it comes to like looking for connections and things. Um, Who's but, in this show awake? A uh, bunch of people. I don't know their bloody, names. Bloody, bloody, blah, and bloody, bloody. <laughs> they're, they're faces. There's faces. Yeah, you, you've seen them faces before. Faces in the crowd, yeah. Right. Mm. Well, not even in the crowd, but just familiar face. Like, yeah, I've seen you in some other show before, but I don't know. Um, but they are part of a crowd, and they are faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just a crowd. If you get enough faces, it becomes Do those crowd. people realize, do the, do the Hollywood people or do the entertainment industry people realize that if it wasn't for us normal everyday peons that they wouldn't exist i'm uh i'm glad that you brought this up it takes us for them to continue 
to be relevant and to exist. They do they know that? This well, that is somewhat of what I wrote about uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, all when it comes down. I just to... read your stuff and I take it as my own oh, and that, bring that, it up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I had this great idea. No, I just, I just no. I, I thought about it the other day. I'm like, I think about it on, on regularly. Actually, do they realize that we are their meal ticket customers perhaps (laughs) yeah i mean they would not if 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 the general public didn't need that release or that you know they didn't need entertainment right then those people would be plebeians just like us and that's why that's one of the businesses i wanted to get into entertainment because i know it's not going to die because everyone needs to be entertained by something someone some somehow so what did you say about these this well just just the fact that um uh, actually, all it really was about was t- how TV ratings need to change, like how uh, the rating system works with the whole Nielsen system. Um, I have my, my criticism towards that. I'm, I'm against it. I think it needs to be reformed, <laughs> if I want to use that word. Reformed. Yeah. We need TV rating reform. Did you see that ring that Brad Pitt gave Angelina Jolie? They're I finally getting married. I didn't see it because I, I don't care. He designed it himself. I don't care. At he all. is so talented. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seemed to go nuts, like in the news, and, and the diamonds were cut specifically for her finger. Ah! Oh. But they molded the ring properly for her finger. I can't feign enough excitement for that. Wow! I thought they were married. Honestly, I didn't realize that they had all this to hubbub family life and i they knew that married. they weren't i knew they who talked cares about i don't it. care either way but i just i honest to god i thought they were married and i don't know it was just like that's great wonderful happy whatever i don't know i i yeah i just didn't care at all i did see a new trailer for a movie something i'm more excited about is brad pitt in it absolutely not um <laughs> it's called looper Looper. it's got uh joseph uh uh Gordon Levitt, Levin, Levitt. Oh man, I messed up his name. And Bruce Willis, but it's about. Um, and basically, the way the trailer sets up is like he is a hitman, and people in the future send back people, and he appears right in front of them, and he just shoots them, no questions asked. But he gets paid in, I guess, gold bullion bricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's basically a, a time travel movie, and it's. I don't know. It That's looks... original. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look up the uh, the trailer um, and watch it. I'll post it on Facebook as well because this looks really, really interesting. I, it looks different than you know another way to tackle a whole time traveling subject. So, yeah, check that out because that looks really good. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what that grown. I want to. I want to give a shout out. Actually, it's something that I saw this past week. Not a new movie. I have no idea where it came from. I didn't really look into it, but it was entertaining. It's called Peep World. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. Um, it's got some faces in it. Um, it's about... Well, actually, Sarah Silverman's in it, and that's kind of the reason why I first w- wanted to watch it in the first place, but she's not, you know, she's not the main attraction. It's about this... I guess in, in, in movies and TV shows, you know, when they, um, uh, when they're, when they're doing something about, or they want to depict a, uh, dysfunctional family, mm-hmm. 
they do it more or less with uh, like what you would consider a dysfunctional family to be. This was a, wait. She has a dramatic role in this. It's well. It's it's like. But I think it's, it's dramedy. From- it's dramedy. I, I I guess you could call it. It's about a dysfun- a dysfunctional Jewish family in L.A. And it's about this guy. He's a like. Uh, if I said the name Michael C. Hall, does that Michael C. Hall? Because right, it's starting to sound familiar. I think oh, he might be in it. Maybe I know the guy who plays Dexter's in it. That's Michael. C. That's him. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know <laughs> okay. So yeah, he's in it. Um, it's pretty good. I don't know. I've just never seen a movie. It, no, it, it is like kind of a comedy, but it it's. I don't know. It's this guy. He's a big time architect in L.A. He's got four. It's he's got four children. Um, most of them are teetering on the brink. One of them just released this. The youngest child released this novel that basically, it's it. He writes about his family, um, and you know he tells the truth about their dysfunctionality, and mm-hmm. um, you know it, it upsets them a little bit. Um, also that he's the youngest child and the others have struggled so much and their father's got so much money and the youngest kid wrote a book. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, uh, show them in a good light, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it all takes place. Well, it takes place a, like, uh, I don't know, like 18 or 19 hours before they take their father out every year. They take him out for his birthday. It's a big fancy restaurant. I don't know. Rain Wilson's in it. I forgot about him. Yeah. Sarah that's... Silverman's in it. The Dexter guy. Um, yeah, I don't remember anyone who's in it other than who you named, but I just on. remember the uh, that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I know. just I I found it to be quite interesting. If you ever want to check out a random movie, uh, like I, I don't know, I watched it on Showtime or something. But uh, I also started watching Nurse Jackie. I said in the past that I wanted to like Falco. watch that show. Yeah, uh, I watched the first two seasons and a little bit of the third. It's pretty damn good i would have stopped immediately if i didn't like it but it was good yeah very good very good like i was saying with apartment 23 and scandal i'm giving them three episodes for me to decide if i'm going to stick around uh again my a couple of my friends i have already made their decisions uh and my sister too because she's my other tv person i have an author stuff for you mm-hmm. an author thing mm-hmm. um maurice sandak i'm not sure if i'm saying his name right but he's the guy who uh wrote the wild things or where the wild things oh, are oh yeah yeah okay all right I, yeah that does sound familiar but well i pulled this off from um i don't know if it was somebody who's somebody is that his claim to fame or has he written anything else oh I'm, I'm sure he's done other things but i think that's one of his most famous works yeah where um, the wild things are yeah. but i ripped this from somebody's i think twitter account or pinterest account uh it's just a little snippet of an interview um uh someone named terry gross i'm saying someone he could be some other big guy but terry I gross yeah. Wait, say, say, go back again. Say what you just said about ter- about you took a snippet. What? Well, it, they wherever I got this from, it's basically they just have all these um, little pieces of interviews. Yeah. Terry um, Gross, NPR. Okay. Okay. I love her. So she has. She's, she's got a real like interesting interview style. She's like a little. <laughs> she's a little reserved. She's a little. <laughs> she's not like maybe she is very comfortable but she sounds like she's a little nervous at times with timid. some of these people a little timid yeah I, lo- I like her she's cute okay so I'll, I'll read this thing it's just a just like a paragraph um so she asks can you share some of your favorite comments from readers that you've gotten over the years 
Typical Terry Gross question. Okay. <laughs> and Maurice answers, oh, there's so many. Can I, uh, can I give you just one that I really like? It was from a little boy. He sent me a charming card with a little drawing. I loved it. Answer all my children's letters, sometimes very hastily. But this one I lingered over. I sent him a postcard, and I drew a picture of a wild thing on it. I wrote, Dear Jim, I wrote, Dear Jim, I loved your card. Then I got a letter back from his mother, and she said, Jim, Jim loved your card so much he ate it. That to me was one of the highest compliments I've ever received. He didn't care that it was an original drawing or anything. He saw it, he loved it, he ate it. Ate it. He ate it. So I saw that and just, I don't know, just put a smile on my face. May, actually made me laugh. Do you have a clip of Terry Gross laughing after that or like <laughs> snickering like she doesn't know where to go with that? No, I didn't really do any further research to find out where this interview, when it took place or anything like that. She's the host of Fresh Air. Oh, okay. She's got a couple good interviews with Matthew Weiner and... Uh, Creator of Mad Men yeah. and uh, the other show, Sopranos. He ate it? He ate it. Is that for real? Apparently, that's what the mother said. Am I supposed to take that in that's a different... That's fact? I mean, he's a little boy. What... <laughs> He loved it so much that he just, I guess he just Am I supposed to form an opinion based on what I just heard? <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's, that's, I, I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't know how to take that. Well, he took it as a compliment because he, he loved it that much. I mean, sometimes he might just... Normally when you love something that much, you post it up on the wall. <laughs> cherish or you, it. But, yeah, you put it in a scrapbook. But no, he... He ate it, digested he, it, and crapped it out. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to become one with it, but this is a little boy we're talking about. So. Oh yeah, I guess you could. I guess that's. Um, yeah, I guess you could take. You could walk away with that as a, you know. Something. I wanted to become one with it. But I mean, I don't know how old this kid was. So, I mean, I'm imagining he's like maybe six or seven. So, you might not even be on that level of uh, intellectual yet. To, to understand, like, I must, you know, consume this. So this is part of my life forever. I can take this with me. Um, I don't know. But then again, he could just be some weird kid. Like Steve Paper, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, but I read the story. It made me laugh. So hmm. I decided to share it with uh, the author uh, segment. What's his name produced. again? The author, yeah. Maurice Sendak. Sendak. Yeah. Centaur. Sure. <laughs> he didn't illustrate. He wrote it, but he didn't il illustrate it, right? He did. He illustrated. He did illustrate it. Uh, apparently, if he drew a monster, uh, a wild thing on it. Yeah, but I could draw a wild thing for you right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean that—that's the appeal. Still waiting of that for you book. to tap dance. Too. It's, it's a great—it's a great uh, story, but uh, the the illustration is very Are you drawing um, a wild thing. Yeah, the illustration is <laughs> <laughs> the illustrations are really what draw you in, mm -mm. like uh, like Doctor Seuss. I mean those um, those crazy uh, hallucinogen LSD trip uh, illustrations for his stories that are supposed to be directed towards children. Did you finish your drawing? It's like a crazy trip. I no. Oh, okay, because I was gonna take a picture of it. <laughs> I'm sure people want to see. <laughs> that, oh my God. That's about as serious as I took that. That's about as far as I went with the uh, the wild thing. Oh my God! Have uh, to wipe a tear away. <laughs> uh. Oh my God! Okay. Um, 
Oh, boy. Probably laughed a little harder than I thought I probably should have. I'm going to blow some uh, <laughs> premature <laughs> I need a snot out your nose. This is episode 57. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to go smoke a cancer stick. Woot. To episode 57 of the Lost Dial on allnoiseradio.com. Um, when I get information on it, um, I, was, I was told that this past Saturday they were going to actually do a trial run. Um, Aaron, speaking of Aaron LaFon, who, who called in, and we have that at the beginning of the show, his, his voice... Um, yeah, Aaron and um, Amosy Jones, they were here for the 50th show. They are going to start a show. They are diving into the podcasting world. And Aaron bought some very nice uh, state-of-the-art microphones. And from what I heard this past Saturday, they were going to do their first, like I said, trial run, their first show. They were possibly going to do like a half hour. Hopefully, if everything worked out for them, um, which I don't see why it wouldn't, they would do, you know, maybe do a couple half-hour shows, then do an hour show and work, you know. Work their way up. Work their way up. I don't have any information as to if it was done on Saturday or not, but I know that that was the plan. I don't have any news on the name because that was still up for uh, discussion. Uh, what they were going to call it, there is a podcast with that name already, so that kind of threw them back, and they got to think of something good. Soon as I find out uh, what the story is, we will uh, advertise that, promote them. Um, we like to promote our fellow podcasters. Those that like to support us, we like to support them. That is correct. So quick shout out to 808s and Coffee Breaks. So Ariel and Shells, keep doing what you're doing. What about uh, that? Oh, the, those yeah, clown the- shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The uh, Weekly Threesome? Yeah, the Weekly Threesome. Uh, they're doing a great job too. They're doing other stuff. They do like videos and other things. I haven't got to see all their stuff, um, but you know they're uh, classmates of ours, so support them as well. I believe they just recently made it onto iTunes as well. Oh yeah. So, aren't they sweeters? Sweeters? Do they do they do sweeted videos? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you completely caught me off guard. Sweeters. There. Sweeters. I'm like, what? I, don't, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, they do a, um, which is actually pretty funny. I've only listened to one episode so far, but uh, the real life of uh, superheroes, or specifically Batman, day to day things that he has to go through. The one that I listened to, he was in the, at, at the supermarket, um, and uh, that's not a video. They do this, that. It's on... not a video. It's more of like a like a, a bit. A bit. <clears throat> yeah, but it, it's pretty good. So go to their stuff. I think at this point, hopefully, you should be able to 
I was going to say Google them, but you might end up with something else. You entirely. think that they're on iTunes right now? Uh, they should be on iTunes. Um, but they have like um, like a main website, but I'm not sure what it is. In fact, just look for them on Facebook too. Uh, that way you can get in touch with the stuff that they do. They're also on Twitter. I don't remember what their Twitter Twitter name is. I wasn't ready to do shout-outs. I don't have my – I need to make a shout-out page. So I have all these people that I want to – recognize from chic boutique to 808 and coffee breaks to the weekly threesome um and pretty soon we're gonna have just a main website you can find us that will be coming in the next few weeks or so i just got to get all that stuff together so i don't have to keep telling you all the different websites to find us you can just go to one website and we'll be there you can find our facebook our twitter our form spring our youtube and our podcast of course and we'll be doing more videos soon, someday. Soon. Uh, they have uh, four episodes on uh, iTunes. Final Harvey becomes Two-Face. Uh, episode 14, episode 13, The Day in the Life of the Dark Knight. Episode 3, Love is... No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, long ago, at a time before social media became the permanent fixture in our lives, three unique people were born. Each of them possessed an inordinate amount of bizarre interests and quirks. As the years passed, the road they took weaved in and out of the normal, of the quote-unquote normal <laughs> life, hold on, i got to hit more, life trajectory, until last year when their paths finally crossed. Since that time, they have forged their skills, honed their senses, and donned, doned? Don't cloaks? Donned. Donned? Was a typo? D-O-N-N-E-D, I don't know. Oh, yeah, donned. Is that right? Yep. Cloaks of omnipotent omnipotent power to ultimately form, quote-unquote, the weekly threesome. There was joy, excessive giggling, and absurd humor until it was augmented by the appearance, they, oh man, they're 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 too wordy. <laughs> well, and you they're, say this coming from yeah, yeah, I'm probably the wordiest writer in the world, and I annoy myself with that kind of crap. <laughs> it's just when it's too wordy, it's hard to read sometimes. It was augmented by AllNoiseRadio.com. Maybe you're not reading it right. I'm trying to do it in like a Star Wars voice to listen to our radio to show it? Tuesday at 10 p.m. or click on our podcast page and listen to our most recent work right here. We don't know who you are, but just for visiting this site, we shall say we love you. You want me to read That's it? That's nice. Really? I can probably give it the voice that you're looking for. Okay. You just need to give it to me. Oh. I can't. <laughs> so they're staring at it. <laughs> wow, it's much longer than I remember. I know. Long ago, at a time before social media became a permanent fixture in our lives, three unique people were born. Each of them possessed an inordinate amount of bizarre yeah, interest. Some books. of those words, they make you stumble. <laughs> As the years passed, the roads they took weaved in and out of normal life trajectory. Until last year, when their paths finally crossed. Since that time, they have forged their skills, honed their senses, and donned cloaks of omnipotent power to ultimate form, ultimately form the weekly threesome. There was joy, excessive giggling, and absurd humor until it was augmented by the appearance of Liz. By the, by the way, we're thrilled that she officially joined the show. Tune in allnoiseradio.com to listen to our show Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Or click on our podcast page and listen to our most recent work right here. We don't know who you are, but just for visiting the site, we say 
We love you. When you have to take a pause to swallow and to breathe at the same time. Yes, I know. That's I'm bad too. About... That was a cold read. So if I had more time to practice mm-hmm. and then it would have came out more flowy. And... No, this is actually the voice you want. Long ago <laughs> at a time before social media. Be... <laughs> That's the voice. You're looking for. I don't think you can check ever... him out. Anyway, 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 Kevin Pilati, Donald. How do you say his last name? Katabig? Katubig? Sheena Tower, that's them, the threesome. And now Liz, uh, she joined recently. Right, right, right. They don't have her name on there. Mm. We've got to update ours, too. Yeah, we do. Which you, I think you said, I don't know if you've even written it yet. Yeah, I did. Why don't you just send it to me? Because I have to fix the one on on iTunes. Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. It does have, it's on iTunes, too. And on... uh, Somewhere else, I think. If you look at the description on Facebook, it's that too. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, email it to me later today. Yeah. Okay. All of yeah, my... that definitely. Needs, I that needs to be updated, and it. I mean, it needs to be redone in the worst way. <laughs> <sighs> so they don't have a name for their show yet, though. Um, Aaron and uh. Yeah. Uh, no, I do not. Uh, I do not know what they have decided. And like I said, I only heard from Amnesty that they were planning on maybe doing the first trial run show on Saturday. Whether it happened or not, I don't know. This was Friday that he told me, and I didn't talk to them, so I don't know. Well, as soon as they know, <laughs> we'll let our listeners know. We'll let you guys know, and you go check them out. Mm. Because I mean, I, I, I mean, there we have this, you know school at our disposal which makes it easy for us um but the money that has to be spent sometimes to do some of these kind of types of projects mm-hmm. on your own you know you got to invest some 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 dough so yeah and i believe with 808s and coffee breaks uh they just use Ariel's uh mac they just use the microphone there mm. so i mean this is just uh encouragement to anyone who wants to do podcasting because it's it's fun it is it's lots of fun <laughs> uh, no, the I, way you said it, it's like there's sarcasm no oh, like, i i I'll, I, lots of fun i'm i'm on the train i love it it's it is it's great <clears throat> so this is something I, i've been wanting to do for years and here we are it's um it's it's a way it's it's a uh like a gun is a uh uh an extension of yourself a lot of people say who handle guns i'm not mm-hmm. a gun handler but that's how I look at um, being on the radio. Hmm. I guess being, you know, having your own TV show is kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, you know, you're, uh, if, if, if it's scripted and you're trying to present a certain storyline and this and that. But if you have a show where it's basically you and uh, you're jibber-jabber, it is. It's kind of like an extension of yourself to put out there for people to like or be sickened by. And for me, it's an extension of my, what I'm now calling the Indube Network instead of, verse, uh, it used to be like called the Indube Blog the, or the, uh, the Workforce Blog or something like that. But now I'm just calling it the Indube Network because I have so many other network things that I'm doing. And it's an, ex- an extension for me for that. So people who read my blog on a regular basis, they can come here to the Lost Dial to hear, hear me say the same hear things that you. I write about. Um, and that's, again, going back to the whole rating, the ratings thing, since I talk a lot about TV and how the rating system is flawed. Uh, you know, you can go back to, the, to my blog to find out more information about that, movies that I review. I don't know about the rating system, but the people are uh, flawed. Eh, yeah, they're 
all blame can't go to the rating system because some TV shows just just suck. But the fact that there's people that watch them, yeah. I don't know what that says about us as a society watching these horrible shows, Jersey Shore. That you know you just don't. It says that we're lame. Yeah. We've run out of excuses. Instead, they could be watching high quality programming like Mad Men and Fringe and Awake Breaking and Bad. Revenge. <laughs> Breaking Bad, <laughs> Lost. Um, okay, some of these shows are actually doing very well, but other ones, you know. Or you can forget about uh, visual media and just listen to. Uh, yeah, let's well, us can tell do you podcasts about it. all day. We <laughs> <laughs> skewer everything and find fault with everything, right. except with my again, Indube.com. I try to stay positive over there, so I'll bring all my negative stuff over here. So we even have our. We even have uh, a source in. Uh, in the bowels of uh, the government, pulling oh, strings yes. for <laughs> us on We're, Cindy. We'll, we'll go there and uh, mm-hmm. talk about politics. So, uh, by the way, is uh, what are the other two? We should have asked her about the uh, Tupac hologram. What do you think? Do you think she saw that? I don't know. That's possible. Newt Gingrich and Ron Paul are they officially out? Because no. I haven't heard that they officially. They are not. No. Okay. That's what I thought. They have, uh, they have crazy people still writing them checks, I guess. Or maybe they're just not even running ads so that they don't have to spend the money because you can just be in the race. I mean, mo- most, I mean you do have to pay your people, but they let go so many people in their, that running their campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but most of the money is put towards adver- or, um, can- um, commercials? campaign ads. Oh, yeah, okay. commercials. Um, I'm, I'm guessing they didn't even, even hear that Rick Santorum's out. I wouldn't be surprised. He have you seen Ides of March? I think I might ask you. Yeah, that I haven't. Ca- I haven't caught that one yet. Uh, that just seems like one that's. Not... I should see it. Yeah, especially now. This is the time because it's still political season, and there's probably things like this going on. And that's probably the other appeal to the TV show scandal. But I'm still on the fence. With Speaking that of which, aren't uh, what's going t- today is. Uh... Is today primary day in Connecticut? Um, I, know I think Connecticut... that was last week. I thought it was last week. Was it? I know it was like... Maybe co- it is. A couple of weeks ago, I knew it was coming up. Right, because <laughs> I remember hearing about Mitt Romney coming here. Right. He's been in tooling around the state, and I think Rhode Island and uh, Pennsylvania were coming up. I don't know... Um, like I said, I, 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 a couple of weeks ago, I took a break, and I've like continued this break. And, I, you know, I've... You're still on break. I'm just... Uh, dude, I'm not going to vote for any of those scumbags anyway. So, like, I, I, I'm just... I can't stand listening to it anymore. I can't. It's exhausting. It's, it's amazing just... to think that uh, there are Democratic uh, primaries and caucuses going on, too. Hmm. But because there's no one running against Barack Obama... That I don't You don't hear anything but, about. Yeah. And whether people are going and actually voting for him, even though... He's not running against anybody in these primaries? I, I don't know. See, now that you brought that up, that just makes me think that that's money being wasted. Because all you need money to put these things on, these, these caucuses or whatever. And it is. You it's, already know that... If no one's running against the incumbent, then yeah, why does it even have to happen? Either save the money or use it for something better. It's, uh, yeah, it's just another example of... Um, a wasteful wasteful bu- bureaucratic bullcrap. <clears throat> hmm. Oh, that was the other thing that happened uh, over the weekend. Um, It has nothing to do with politics, but uh, weather. With the tornadoes just going. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. The tornado season cannot be measured any longer. 
or or con, con, confined to confined to what used to be tornado season. There's no such thing anymore. Pretty soon, hurricanes might be like that. We might be getting hurricanes in uh, the wintertime. Yeah, that, that would actually be scary. That would be more like um, the day after tomorrow. What? Well, I mean, look at the storm we got, and it was technically a winter storm in October, but it did the kind of damage That'll a really hurricane do. would do right? with the trees and the power. And so, I mean... And I, I admit, when it came, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, eh, it's going to be just regular snow. What's the big deal? We had snow in October before, but... The part that I missed out was that we had trees still full of leaves. Yeah. And that was what did the damage. That was our downfall. Very wet snow, lots of leaves. And, uh, yeah. And now, a lot of snow, too. Actually. And it's funny, dude, because it was like, that seems like it was not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And the trees are blooming already. And the bushes are blooming. And it's funny because all the... Uh, and the br- pollen is flying. Yeah. All the branches that weren't successfully uh, taken down, the ones that snapped and are still hanging from the trees. It's like all the new, all the new buds are out and blooming. But then you have some of these branches that are just hanging with still like old leaves still mm-hmm. stuck because like i'm assuming there. with with the makeup of a tree is once a branch is snapped even though it might be still hanging on the connection is lost so therefore the rest of the tree can't tell that branch to lose its leaves because mm. those branches hanging still have old leaves stuck to them mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm figuring that's how a tree works or maybe it has just enough connections left just to say Mm. Not, the signals isn't very strong, so it's almost like, it's, I don't know. It, it's an interesting contrast. We don't normally see that. The branches that are still hanging on for dear life with old leaves and the new leaves coming out. This winter went by quick. That's because it wasn't much of a winter. It wasn't. We got it all in that one blast in October, So, which is fine by me because that just means more shoveling that I have to do. So I felt saved that means less days of sterling having to be outside in his vans getting him soaking wet because he's too <laughs> he's too cheap to go out and buy a pair of boots that's true i'm not even going to dispute that yes, at all i'm not going to dispute it though. i still don't have a pair of boots yet <laughs> well i did get a pair of uh, nice shoes thank thanks. you again Aunt cindy for oh she sent you shoes oh well she sent money to for me to go get like a like a a new pair of vans <laughs> a new new pair of dress shoes uh, and like uh suits for like you know weddings or whatever like that so i thank you for those although the, the shoes that i bought i realized i'm never going to be able to break them in something that my dad and i discussed the other day um because i told him how uncomfortable these shoes were i mean they look nice and everything and then i was just like my they just won't they just keep cutting into my feet and my right. dad was like what are they are they stacy adams and then he was like I was like, yeah, they are. I'm like, yeah, you're never going to break those in. Because I used to work at JCPenney long ago, almost like 10 years ago. And I sold him two pairs of Stacey Adams, or maybe one pair. And, again, I say that 10 years ago, he wears them once in a while. He still hasn't broken them in. Mm. So It's funny with some of the, yeah, these high-end shoes. I have a pair of shoes. Um, I mean, we're just used to wearing these really padded, like, sneaker-type deals most mm-hmm. of the time. And you put on, the, I have this one pair of dress shoes that I like a lot. They're wicked fancy and classy looking, but I have to, like, put four Band-Aids on my, the back, <laughs> on, like. Back of your foot. Yeah, because it, it breaks the back of my heel, or whatever you call that little 
not the heel, but the part above the heel, mm-hmm. almost right below the Achilles tendon. There's a term for it, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Cause it cuts it up so bad that I like, that's what I got to do now is I got to put like four band, four band-aids over it so that it doesn't happen. I probably have to do that to the top of the shoe. Cause it just cuts into the, especially when I'm driving. So, <sighs> I mean, they look great and everything. It's just, they're just not made for comfort. No, no, Jeez. they're made for, um, Going to events that most of the time you don't want to go to, mm-hmm. schmoozing, um, looking like a dick, and uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I like dressing up. A lot of people don't like dressing I was going to say I like dressing up just like the next guy, but a lot of people don't like dressing up, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's too bad. With some of these really high-class shoes, they just they can't put a lot of padding in them. Right. I do have a pair of what I would consider dress shoes, but they don't really look that dressy, but they're super, super comfortable. Mm. So, um, what was the brand that you said? Uh, Stacy Adams. Stacey Adams. And the ones that I have that are really comfortable, but probably don't look like the dressy issue are called hush puppies. Yeah. Which I mean, just hush puppies. That sounds comfortable because a lot of the stuff that they have are based on my working at JC Penney. Makes me think ago. of slush puppies. <laughs> I just think of hush and then, you know, soft, cuddly puppies. They're like walking in lullabies or something. Yeah, you're walking yeah. like if walking. Yeah. If your shoes were made of like fluffy animals, you're awake and you're in the present, but your feet are dreaming. And you can just stomp on the ground all day long, but you won't hear a thing because hush. Yeah, it's quiet, soft. They perfected. What is that? They have a commercial out now with top, Bridgestone tires oh, make I no love noise those on the. They have the or, basketball made out of. The, yeah, that doesn't make any noise. <laughs> but the one that I liked the best was the football one. Where they, they threw the football made out of the same tire material. I don't know if I saw that one. And what they were demonstrating was how well it, it turns on angles. Oh. So they threw the football and actually turned. Clever. They do good stuff. Um, which which, which ad agency do you think did that one? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure they, they got paid a lot. And uh, I don't know. Again, I can't wait for the show to start. The pitch. Because it is like some, I mean, overall, there's a lot of dumb commercials out there, but there's some that are like kind of intriguing and you'd love to know who did that because mm-hmm. they don't run credits at the end they of don't. a commercial they don't. and it would be interesting to know where these commercials, you know, the, the root, yeah, how it all came about, you know, so and that's stuff that interests me. So yeah, that's why I'm it's the producers of, um, uh, undercover boss that's doing this show. Is it? Okay. I didn't know who That who show's lame. Eh, I, hope I it... think it all depends on who, who, what company is being shown. Because I, there was like at least a couple episodes that I, I did like, but most of the time... Yeah, I... no, I like the idea. I think the idea is, is pretty, it's pretty good. I like that. But... And I know so many people would love for them to go to Walmart because... Uh, they've, hey, never, uh, they've never done Walmart before? As far as I know, they haven't. But um, Walmart's too big and empirical to... Uh... Probably. But the fact that I've worked there and I have many friends that still work there and how treatment of their employees just seems to be going completely downhill. I know they started out at a bad place, but they Yeah, well, you, you think worse. you were treated bad here in the American stores? What do you, how do you think the little three-year-olds in the shops in China felt? Oh, goodness. I don't even want to think about it. Um, the other thing this almost kind of goes back to politics is about the 11 Secret Service agents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, getting, what? Getting caught. 
What? Well, they weren't even on duty, but still, that doesn't make a difference. They're just letting loose because, um, you know, Hillary Clinton's been down there, and she's been partying it up like crazy. Do you see yeah, the pictures of I her? I did see the pictures. And she's, like, chugging. Let her have whatever. a good time. Yeah, she, she works hard. She works hard. I think it's great. And I let the Secret Service guys tangle in, in, in <laughs> prostitutes and pimp world, you know? Like... Hey, they need a break too. The president hadn't even sh- like they, you know. Mm-hmm. And they weren't in America, on. so it wasn't like no. an American law they were breaking. No, they're out. And 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 it it floors me to think that a country like Colombia has strict policies when it comes to uh, prostitution. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, this is the home of our cocaine, the birthplace <laughs> of our of our cocaine. I mean. I just don't. I, I don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know, but that's all that they mostly are talking about now. Um, and I'm pretty sure Republicans are hoping this will be reflect very badly. In oh, of course, because oh, oh, of course, Barack Obama sent them down there with the intentions of doing these sorts of things. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, guys, I, I won't be down for a couple of days, so uh, just go nuts. That was almost pretty good. And Hillary, go nuts, <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> I don't care what you do. <laughs> Did you see her though? She looked like she was having a ball, dude. Oh, I don't know what she was drinking, like a like a local uh, like uh, uh, what's that Mexican piss beer that everybody likes? But it Kayla? wasn't that. No, oh, not, oh you said the beer. Uh, Jose Cuervo. Oh no, not Jose. Oh, stupid. Uh, no, the beer. The I can't. Uh, can... card, uh, start with a C. Why can't I think of it right now? Corona? Corona, yeah. It looked like she was drinking like a local version of Corona or something. I don't know. The bottle was a little blurry, but she was like... She oh, I had to blur it out for pictures because... Uh, I bet she's... That'll be, that'll be oh, like an advertisement so? for them. Yeah. Really? It's like, Hillary drinks drinks this, so you, you, we better drink it too. Really? I, I don't know. Uh, just... The uh, <laughs> She just seems like she's a riot anyway. I know, you know... She always looks all like, you know, not necessarily uptight, but just, you know strict as far as the other side goes i know that they look at her as the evilest of the evil you know Mm -hmm. as far as liberals go but i don't know i I think i think uh she put up with a lot of crap yeah she does she puts up with a lot she does a lot and look at where she's at i mean yeah let her unwind a little bit and it makes me see that she's human do you think her and bill even talk (laughs) i don't think they do i don't think they ever share a bedroom anymore they're barely ever probably in the same building mm. crossing, like, you know, ships passing in the night. I don't think they even talk on the phone. I think yeah. their, their lives are, are very, you know, ex-president. She's an ex-senator, ex-first uh, lady. They're both extremely busy. He's making tons. She's, she's got a, even though she's almost 70 years old, she still has a huge political future in front of her. Unless she decides mm. after this, oh, I'm going to just, like, chill out, but... You want to go back to Columbia? That's what she's going to do. Like, did you ever see that video of her wherever they were? It was somewhere in Asia, and uh, she's talking to somebody, some diplomatic figure, and uh, where was it? I don't know. Some, like, almost naked guy ran by with a torch or something. I have not Maybe it was in Hawaii. Video. Maybe it was in Hawaii. I don't know. Or, or, or a South Pacific island or something. And, like, she just cracked up. They showed the video over <laughs> and over again, like... She just, I don't know, she just looks like she might be, like, the Iron Lady type, but I bet she's fun to hang out with. She's like, uh, as they like to, you know, say it about men politicians, oh, I'd love to have a beer with him, he'd be great to have a beer with, but she'd be great to have a Corona with and, you know... Party up in Colombia. Yeah, <laughs> maybe... Yeah. Or maybe even America, maybe, you know. 
Just have to find her on the right day, a day off. To, they get days off, right? No. No? They're slaves. There are slaves. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Mm. But yeah, she that that made her not that she wasn't human before, but that humanized. Right. Her. That's exactly. That's something I forgot to throw in there. It humanizes them. So I do like to see them at these, you know, off moments. And you know, I found there's no fault in it with her, you know, going. And and you know, as far as far as these guys, these um, Secret Service guys. They ran up a bill and maybe there was a little problem with some prostitutes. It's not like they shot anybody mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> when a uh, dispatcher <laughs> told them not to, uh, not to do it. Oh, well. But... Oh, well. Uh-huh. Oh, well. <laughs> That's all I got to say for that. That. <laughs> that about does it for us. Episode 57, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Make sure you contact us any. All those different ways. I'm going to give the number one more time. Um, 860-342-8423. So call us, leave us a voicemail. Uh, contact us on Facebook, Twitter, email us, all that stuff. Leave us forum screen questions. And we'll see you later. Bye. Dialogue brought to you by AllNoiseRadio.com and powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. To hear more Lost Dial, find us on iTunes and TheLostDialPodbean.com and listen to us anytime, anywhere. To contact us, email TheLostDial at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheLDCrew and follow us on Twitter at TheLostDial.